Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. 4 o'clock here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Thursday that, frankly, Ike, feels like a Friday. <laughs> yep. You know what it is? Yeah. I think we just want to get to the weekend to to, to Sunday faster. Oh, get some football. Yeah. Because it's, it's winding down, bro. It stinks, man. <laughs> Three games left. Yeah, it's winding down. Are we betting on the Pro Bowl? Mm, I think that's where we draw a line. I think that's where we draw a line. Then it gets into like college basketball yeah. season, NBA. I am so out on college basketball, I don't even know what to do. I don't think I can name five players. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't. <laughs> yes, I am out on college. No, seriously, who's the best player? Who's supposed to be the number one player? I don't know. It's Bronny James. Yeah, and he's a six man. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's, right. that's all I know. It stinks, too, because I used to love college basketball. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's it's so de- – I mean, it's just – the March Madness is still amazing. It's just like I can't name players. And we'll get into it once – it gets here, but as far as having players you're excited to watch, yeah, I, I just see like we can't even get the one and done Zions anymore, right? Because now they're going to the G League. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> so three football games left. Uh, coaching searches going on everywhere. Offensive coordinator turns to a huge uh, NFL free agency. I can't wait for Birdstown Hall. That's gonna be a great day. <laughs> NFL draft all back. Um, but I thought yesterday was a a great day for this team, and I know the reaction was hot and heavy after. Um, you know, even with us and, and listening to TK on the way home and, and all the shows this morning that got to react to it about how, oh, this is such a disaster, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Nick Sirianni is a, a CEO-type head coach now, which is what I wanted. I didn't want a collaborative effort. I wanted a clear, concise what his role is. Now, he didn't answer that very well yesterday, but whatever. He, we know that he is he's out of the offense. I, I thought... Before we go back to the phones, Mike Lombardi was a guest on the Pat McAfee show. So I guess Herb was right. Maybe I do uh, consume a lot of Pat McAfee show Ah, content. Okay. And he kind of laid out what Nick Sirianni has to do as the the CEO type head coach now. Here is Mike Lombardi earlier today. That's about being the CEO of the football program, which involves coaching the coaches, right? Now, I don't think he's going to walk into Vic's room and tell Vic what he wants to do defensively, but he's going to have to have a relationship with Vic to say, hey, look, this week I think we need to do this to take away what they do, or we need to run the offense this week this way to take advantage of their weaknesses and strength. That, to me, is a strategist. And when you remove yourself from a tactician, which is calling plays, to a strategist, you've got to see the whole entire game as a head coach. Now, will that happen in Philly? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see because he's going to have to instill his leadership and the players are going to have to feel that he's impacting all three areas or else his voice is going to become less and less. And he does. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't think that's really. I don't think he's going to be this a, a strategist when it comes to like. This is why I want you to focus on defense this week. Right. Offense, I'm sure he's going to be around more mm-hmm. on the offensive side. I, I don't really get that sense from 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 Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I, I, I guess there's a tight rope he has to walk as far as making sure his presence is felt, but not overstepping his boundaries. Like that's kind of what when you're in that position, you got to allow the guys that you hire to do their job, but you also want them to know that you're that you are monitoring them doing their job because ultimately his job is in their hands. If they aren't doing a good job and they are uh, letting things slide, then it's his job as the head coach to make them aware of that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he he made that. That may be where he sort of has to shift his focus to where you're just being that guy that keeps an eye on just about everything. Again, you don't – it's a – it's a balancing act, and <laughs> I know with him, it's sometimes it's like you know the, the 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 bull in the shop, and he just wrecking everything. You don't want him coming in there knocking down everything. He's gonna have to do it gracefully when he's coming off not sleeping. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's got he to be able to the facility. <laughs> he's got to be able to do it gracefully. Like I don't know how much Doug involved himself in what um, Jim Swartz was doing defensively. I don't think I, I wouldn't think much much at all. Right, I just don't believe it, that that's what he was doing, and and Andy Reid. Now you could say that was Jim Johnson, and that was Jim Johnson, but Andy never butted in with Jim Johnson. Was putting in defenses, coaching us, or what have you? Now would Andy during practice come over and watch the defense? Yeah, he would. Defensive install, running certain plays. Yeah, he would do that. Andy, Andy, you know, he would have his time where he's hands-on in the offense, but he could also trust Brad Childress and those guys, Marty Morningwig, to handle the offense that he didn't have to be over there hands-on with everything. He could come over and just sit behind the defense and just watch, and that's how he would do it. He would just stand there and watch and just watch. And you knew he was over there watching. You but felt his presence, right? Yes, of course you did. Yeah. Yes. And so, so, you know. Andy knew how to do that, though, without stepping on Jim's toes. Yeah. Well, it's it, what's going to be interesting to me to to watch the evolution. By the way, special teams, too. He, he would, no, yeah. he would come out there for, for practice, and he's out there watching us, right? He, he's out there. But he let Harbaugh basically run the run the practice, obviously. But he would stand back there. And, again, I, and Jack can see me crossing my arms. That's how he stood mm-hmm. behind – the whatever unit it was, and he just stand there and watch. Yep. You know, he just stand there and watch. So, and players knew that. And guess what? The coach knew. Coaches knew he's there watching us. Assistant coaches knows he's there watching. Because Sirianni is, I feel like now what Andy was doing there is holding the coaches accountable, mm-hmm. making sure they're getting the the right mm-hmm. thing out of you. And that's what Sirianni has to get right because last year, obviously, that didn't happen with this yep. guy. Didn't yep. happen with Brian Johnson. That's gonna be part of his job. The question is. Does he get through to a Fangio? Now he talked last year about how he had a great relationship with Vic, you know, so like he seems to have a little bit of a, a feel for that offensively. Like how much, how much say does he have, or how much, how much does his words carry weight? I guess. Well, I think ultimately he's the head coach, mm-hmm. so he has if he put needs to rule with an iron fist, and that's what he's going to do, right? But I think he has to appreciate and respect what they bring to the table and why they've been hired. So it's more of a collaborative thing, and if you need to talk in coaches' meetings or what have you, you can always make suggestions, and as long as things haven't gotten 
gone crazy. We haven't lost two, three, four, or five games in a row. Mm -hmm. I think you trust your coaches to get things going. But let's just say out in OTAs practice or in uh, a training camp or what have you, and he sees the defense isn't necessarily playing well or what have you, then maybe you 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 say something uh, in the coaches' meetings, not necessarily telling Vic Fangio what he needs to do, but from a standpoint of how you want them practicing, you can certainly insert yourself that way. But he's not going to go in there and say, we ought to be running a zero blitz here instead of you doing that. Like, he's not doing all that type he's of not. stuff. Yes. But it, it's, it, it comes down to commanding respect as a CEO type mm-hmm. head coach if you're not going to be, you know, breaking down, scheming things open. And it's a balance between, you know, are we going to see him be Campbell or where he has a strong voice? Mm-hmm. You know, because we, we've, we've all brought up Tomlin and, and Harbaugh. Sure. But he's a younger CEO type head yep. coach. I, so. I like the Campbell uh, comparison. So is he Campbell where I think Campbell demands a ton of respect in that locker room? Uh, or is it turned into a Jason Garrett thing? Because Jason Garrett, right? Jason, and that's personality. Yes, that's based on personality. But yes. he, he was also an offensive coach, called the plays, was the off, and, and he got demoted to essentially just sitting on the sidelines clapping. I tell you what, we what we will be able to do is go back and look if you want to at that hard knocks that Detroit was on, and you can see Dan Campbell's role day one and what he does. Right, you can see his role. And it has a lot more to do with motivating. He's doing push-ups with guys. He's running out to practice with guys. Like, that's the stuff he did to endear himself to his players, and that's why they play hard for him. Mm -hmm. And he has great assistant coaches. You see how Aaron Glenn was crazy in practice. They're arguing him and Deuce going at it with each other. Like, that's the atmosphere that Dan Campbell created, and the players, they they bought into that. And he also had – I mean, we we played it because it was funny, but the Jamal Williams speech. Yes, where he's like crying, how much he, yes. how, how much it meant to him. Mm-hmm. How much did it mean to the, a lot of the players last year? I'm telling you, man, I, I think they got full of themselves. It did. That Detroit team was tired of losing. They're looking for a reason to believe. That's the difference between someone who's looking for help and wants to be helped versus someone who knows it all and doesn't want to be coached or helped. And I think we had too much of that on the team last year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yep, it's, it's going to be fascinating. But overall, I thought yesterday was a great day for the Eagles. And the main reason why I feel like it was a great day is because Sirianni now can go back to being the CEO, doesn't need to have his hands in the offense, and, and we can kind of move forward and right the ship here. Let's go back to the phones. If Yesterday was a great day for the Eagles. Jim in Ewing, New Jersey. What's happening, Jim? Hey, hey, guys. Hi, Jack. I, thanks for taking my call. Of course. What's up? Um, What's up, Jim? I, 
I'm wondering um, if you think the defense needs a complete overhaul and what moves you think Howie might make either through free agency or the draft to address the needs on defense. It doesn't need a complete overhaul, but I think we got to get better in the secondary. There there are actually some players in the secondary that I like, young players. They just haven't really established themselves. And maybe it's because they haven't been given a full opportunity to establish themselves. But understand when you do things like that, you have to go through the growing pains with them. They're not going to step on the field and be all pro players from day one. So there's going to be – a game or two here or there where they give up a big play, pass interferences, things. So I say that for the people who want the young players like the Eli Ricks, the Josh Jobs, and and who else? I'm thinking of Keely Ringo, you know, those guys to get more playing time next year. Well, understand, they haven't played a whole lot, so you almost have to be willing to deal with some of those mistakes and the growing pains that comes along with that. The secondary is going to be interesting because Reed's coming back, obviously, as the as one of the safeties. Reed yeah. back. they yeah. got to fill the Bayard role. But other than that, Bradbury's going to be gone. So it'll be Slay. People buy into the Isaiah Rogers thing. He'll be in the mix. Yep. They're also going to get Zach McPherson back. Yep. Right? I mean, uh, he got injured, I believe, this year. So, he did. So he, he did. He, Special teams ace. He could be thrown into the mix. Avante. You know, I mean, do they bring Avante back for the slot? Mm. Eli Ricks, Josh Job, Keeley. Like they have they have names. They are, yeah. They're not names, but they have. No, they are names. That's all they are. <laughs> they are names. No, I'm being serious. Until you actually establish yourself as a guy. It's one thing to be out there in the preseason going against those guys, but when you got CeeDee Lamb lined up against you, you you, you know, you you got uh, whomever lined up against you, Tyreek Hill, these wide receivers, and you're in the pressure cooker, and we expect you, because unless we lower the expectations, right? Like, if we lower the expectations, I mean, it doesn't have to be a championship-caliber team. We just want to see the guys grow. Okay, then, then you'll be willing to accept mistakes. But if you want them to go win a division and make a deep run in the playoffs, then you're asking these young players to step up sooner rather than later. Well, they're winning the division next year. Well, based on the 20-year history. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Unless the, the, the commanders step up and win it. Ben Johnson. <laughs> what's Ben Johnson doing in year one? In year one, are they going to get that right? I mean, Ben Johnson seems like the fact that he's choosing the Commanders. I find is so interesting. Yeah, like there's other there's other jobs out there. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, they're going to get it right because the people they have in that front office know how to put together teams and change cultures. Even though they've done it in other sports, mm-hmm. they know what they're looking for, the quality of people that they're looking for, and as they get the quarterback right, that's all that really matters. If we are to assume Caleb is going number one, then they have to get it right between Drake, May, and Jaden um, Daniels. Daniels. That's who they have to get it right. If they hit it right on that one, they got their franchise quarterback. I, I think I'm. I think I'm more worried about the the Commanders than the Giants. Yeah, the Giants I think are, are number four because I think they're so far yeah, away. Well, roster. First of all, they're stuck with Daniel Jones. They're stuck with Daniel Jones. Yeah, and I don't know if Brian Day was all that smart as, well, he, as he once was with Josh Allen. He's going to be our OC next year, so you know, let's not crap on him too much. We're, we're going to bring him. I'd rather have him down ninety five than Saquon. <laughs> Saquon, yeah. I still believe in Dable, but you know, yeah, I mean, he needs the players. He looked good with Josh Allen, but I'm just saying he just can't take anybody and make them look good. No, he cannot, especially when they're, they're Daniel Jones. So listen, the NFC East might be back, and he coached uh, Jalen already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, got that. Going. Now did they have a good relationship? Well, that's 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 a good point. That's a good question. We, we don't know. Uh, Wade's in Chester, but it's not that. Wade, what's happening, Wade? Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? What's up, man? What's up, Wade? Hey, how you doing? I'm, you know, where hold people accountable. So, uh, hold on, hold on. Phone's <laughs> a, phone is just, yeah, phone, <laughs> phone is just horrible. Uh, Amir's in Chester. What's happening, Amir? What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's up, Amir? 
Hey, man, let me tell you something. I like the show today because everybody's been whining, man. It's a good day. Exactly. <laughs> I would never whine about the Eagles, Amir. Let, let, let me tell you something, right? We get too personal, how boy person, how they feel. Listen, man, how they, how they look. This They drink coffee today. We got to stop, man. Listen, man. The president is a puppet, and we all, it's part of what we do. You know what I'm saying? So like a, at the end wow. of the day. You mean the actual you know, president? Or the Eagles? <laughs> No, the actual no, president. Actual oh, president. Yeah. <laughs> Super. He's, he's a fake. So yeah, we don't need to turn into all presidents. Nah, no, no, no. Listen, listen. Yeah. I'm, listen, it's a good joke. <laughs> but I'm serious. But listen here, though. I like the Fangio hiring. Uh, Way, to bring us back. Way to bring us back, Amir. I appreciate <laughs> listen, that. Listen, I thought of linebackers, too, because he bought, you know, by, by us or trade or origin, he had three, four guys. So you got to have linebackers when you're a three, four guy. So. You know, he respect that part of it. Mm-hmm. We get a good OC, and, you know, I like Nick, man. Nick ready to fight with you, man. So I'm riding with Nick, man. Okay. Nick can go, go fight with any one of them players that they say we're going to somebody locker. He's going to go get in a fight with him, man. So, <laughs> you know, let's go, man. But at the end of the day, man, I, it's, I was 50-50 on it, but once the emotion get out of it and you look at it as it is, yeah, it's, solid. it's a solid situation. Great, we'll then. see who the OC is, and, you know, we'll we go from there. But I like the show, man. Y'all. See y'all smart man. Remember the old and I, you know, I know you know this. When remember when uh, on Hollow Nights when Red Fox told Shuggy said you're a sweet smart mf'er. So that's that's all. It, that's that's y'all today, man. So I appreciate y'all, man. man have you appreciate seen? It, man. Appreciate it, man. Have you seen Hollow Nights? No, 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 <laughs> no. That was Eddie Murphy, right? Yes, that was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's good. Eddie yeah. Murphy, Richard Pryor. So uh, I've decided I I do. So it's hard right now to mm-hmm. to watch a movie. Okay, I need to watch Friday. Because you definitely need to watch Friday. Weights and, and I didn't get any of the the Cat Williams Friday stuff. Right. I feel like I was so aloof, you know. <laughs> and I know who Ricky was. A Ricky Smiley. Smiley. Yes. yes. Didn't know who that was. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I need to. I need to. Now that's Friday at the next. Right, so that's the second one. Third. One. They made three of they them. Made do, three of them. Do I have to watch all three? Um. Or can I just watch the one and, and get the gist of it? Two is the worst of the three to me. Okay. But that two also introduces Mike Epps. Okay. As T. So that's the best part of two. But I thought one and three were better because three introduces Money Mike, which is Cat Williams. Okay. Yes. So that three introduces him. And one is the classic. That's the one you definitely need to watch. I got to watch one. Yeah. I got to watch one. And Harlem Nights I've heard good things about. Harlem Nights. I think you'll like Harlem Nights. Well, see, here's my thing. I have a, a pretty big war against modern movies. Yeah, I don't like modern movies. And they're, they're, right? They're too like, too good looking you know, in a way. Like, they're too perfect in a way. Right. I like the older uh, movies. I get it. I've got. I don't know why I've gotten this way, like, because I didn't really grow up in the '90s. I did, like, I was yeah. born, but I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I see a throwback, like '90s car driving around early 2000s. I'm like, ah, you know, my generation. You're reminiscing, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I might even start to. I've, I've been doing the movies too. I've gone through my '90s movie phase. I'll get there. I yeah. promise. I need Friday, to watch Friday's, Friday. That's a good series for you. All right. Yeah, and and the good thing is, I think they're only like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, seriously, Perfect. not that long. Yeah, per- in and out, <laughs> move right along, move right. Unfortunately, tonight we got Sixers and Flyers action. Oh, oh, oh. you'll be watching them tonight. Puck drop. All right, Wade, is your phone better? Yo, can you hear me now? Way better. Thanks, man. What's yeah. up, brother? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. That's a bad line, man. That line messed up, but he fixed it. But um, that's funny because the bull said about the president. I was gonna say our head coach, a guiding counselor, and then he liked the president because you know the president got to get the vote to do something. He and he take all the heat from the state. <laughs> That's so, true. But, and, and then another thing, um, 
Nick, maybe see, maybe Nick can't build the house by itself, but when the house built, he gonna protect it with a, with everything he got. You know what I'm saying? So he, he like you say, he fall in a grenade. So he the protection. He like, and then like he can be like the branch between everybody. Hopefully that's how I hope. Hopefully it's going. Or if he if, that, if he get a contract, then that show that they trusted him and it's that. But then not this 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 is this in and out. Like and then it's going. It's a brand. The Eagles a brand. So they don't want their bad tarnish their name. It won't be we keep firing coaches. It'd be like they parted ways. You know that sounds better. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, everything you feel me is a pissing contest down there. I wanted to know like. Okay, we get a new OC. If Brian Johnson done tarnish his joint, he can't get a job. Can he go back to quarterback coach? But I don't know if that's going to work. But you know, it's a demotion. But I mean, you making millions of dollars, and everybody, it, it just keep put your pride aside, and everybody can work together. That's what it's really about. And then, like Ike, you were saying, I don't know how coaching is nowadays. It used to be hard and everything. Cause I used to, you know, I mean, I ain't to go to you, but I, that's how I used to be. Your face, grab your face mask. You do this, you do that. It ain't like that no more because they record everything. You'll get yep. charged up and all this. But yeah. like how I'm pretty sure it's like how it is when you raise your kid, Ike. Because it's like when I'm raising my kid, like you probably had it worse than me. Like you know how it is. We had to eat that food before we left the table. Oh yeah. We had to, we had to do what our parents say. We had to do. It wasn't no we can work with it or come mm-hmm. to an agreement. Now I bet you give Isaiah a little choice. Like yo, you want to do this? You want to do that? We're gonna do this and do that and make a better bond and a better relationship with people and parents and everything. And like I, I feel as though. Oh, another thing. Where was where was Coward? Uh, Frost in that in, in the thing, man. Howard Frost is. He's saying, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, Wade. Where was Howard at? Where was Howard at? Yeah, doing yeah. a press conference. We didn't get Bulldog asking yesterday. He, did he ask any questions? No, he's a fraud. Yeah, no, oh. we had no, we had no Howard asking yesterday. I will say there were a lot of good questions yesterday. What, so what I find funny, and I I, I appreciate you you, you giving them props. <laughs> I just think it's so funny when these other media peop- people get on Twitter yeah. and they say, great questions by the reporters today. Right. Like, really nail it. Like, <laughs> shut up. Well, well no. What, what the- <laughs> like, I mean, what, what, pat yourself well, on well, the what back. they're saying is basically that they, come on, man. They actually, Way to hold their feet to Yeah, the well, they, they, they were asking questions that most people wanted to hear them ask. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> I just think it's so, it's so self, you know. Like, right, I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Patting yourself oh, on the back. Great job, media. You, you guys really, <laughs> hey, hey, way to hold them accountable. Hey, man, we're part of the media. We, well, I mean, I'm not, but you are. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're selective. <laughs> selective. <laughs> when, we're, when we're media and when we're not. Yeah. I don't consider myself media. No, we're not media. Definitely man. not journalists. We're talk show hosts. No journalists. <laughs> no journalists. No journalism done on this show ever. Uh, I know OG, or, uh, Wade brought up there about Brian Johnson. He's apparently interviewing in, in Cleveland, Cleveland today. Cleveland, yeah. Now, that makes sense because Andrew Barry. So Andrew Barry's there. Yeah, I think Brian Johnson's going to land on his feet. He will. Yeah, he'll land on his feet. That's the one thing about this business, man. It's you here one day, you're gone the next. And I think even Deuce was interviewing out there in uh, Cleveland for the uh, running back uh, position. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think I saw that. Was he going from here to there? Cause he, cause yeah, I think so. Here yes. <laughs> yeah, he was here. Yeah. yeah. I had to find out whether or not he was looking for the running back job here. Yeah, we got Jamal Singleton. Well, listen, I I, I, I'm just saying, Deuce's personality. I know. We could use it. We could use it. We could use it. I mean, they want a Super Bowl Deuce on the staff. That's right. I mean, a tough, tough mentality. I don't believe Nick's going to be getting an extension this offseason because he has two years left, but you know, it comes in the, in the table next year. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it comes, it, it, it has to be talked about. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. It's the afternoon show. Is yesterday a good day for the Eagles? You've heard all the cuts. We've talked about it all day. I believe it was. I thought it was a great day for the Eagles. Get in now, 215-592-9494. Plus, on the other side, are we seeing a shift in organizational philosophy 
or is it just circumstance? Don't miss that on the other side on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.